Hey authors, welcome back to another podcast episode. My name is Daria White and again this episode is dedicated to those that are going the traditional route. I'm going to be talking about querying. Now I am going to read based off an article I found off of writersdigest.com. This particular article was a guest post by Mary Cole, K-O-L-E. But I also will be sharing my own personal query letter as well. But based off this article, it says when you query, be sure to include the stats of your manuscript, genre, target audience, word count, etc. And any relevant comparative titles. Be sure to highlight a comp title if it helps the agent get an accurate picture of the style of your story. And if it doesn't, you know, smack the delusions of grandeur. (laughs) So... But for those of us that, you know, may not be quite sure what querying is, or maybe you're still trying to learn it, querying is basically you're pitching your story. You're either pitching to an agent or you're pitching to a publisher yourself without an agent. So with an agent, they are going to be your representative and they will never, ever, ever ask you to pay them up front. You're pitching them. So unless you go ahead and sign with them, they, you know, they want to represent you in your manuscript. You know, y'all work out the details from there, but never, ever, ever, you know, you don't pay somebody up front. You know, that's a red flag immediately. But when you're querying, you're basically selling yourself as the author and you're selling your story. So she does give an example in this article of a particular letter, but I will suggest that before I read this example is know what the publisher is looking for. Go to their website and follow their guidelines to the letter. Don't add to it. Don't take away from it. Whatever they're looking for, stick to it. Same thing with an agent. A lot of them are very, very specific on what they're looking for. So don't get too overly ambitious and, you know, go outside of their guidelines thinking, oh, my book's going to be the one. Follow their directions to the letter and be professional with it. And they will, you know, consider you, I believe, instead of just, you know, looking at it and say, okay, they didn't, they didn't follow my guidelines. And then they toss it. I have heard that too happen. So you don't want your manuscript to be tossed because you didn't follow directions. So please follow directions here. So an example in this particular article of a query letter, she gives the example of this uh, particular book where she starts off according to your agency's website you're actively seeking middle grade fiction so for this particular example this agent is looking for middle grade so that's how she opens up this particular letter and then she tells the name of the novel and then she lists some uh, awards that she's won for this novel so if your novel has won an award let's say you entered a book contest and it won whatever you know place first place third place you can list that there if you want And then it goes straight into, you know, the quick summary of the story. So I highly suggest that, you know, you list the character, you list their goals, their motivations, and what's at stake for them if they don't accomplish that. Basically their character arc. How do they start at the beginning of the story? What disrupts that in the story? And then how do they change for the better or for the worse at the end there? So giving a brief summary of it. And then close to the end, she mentions since middle graders can deeply care about things, since middle graders rather care deeply about things and people and love to daydream about their future, I think readers will identify with this particular book. So she also talks to the audience like, okay, I think my book will fit this audience because of such and such. That way, 
you know, you're connecting it to the audience and that way they know who their target audience is. And then she gives the word count, how many words it is. And then she gives a little bit about herself at the end, you know, telling just a little bit about her, not going too much, you know, about, you know, this is my life story, but just giving a snippet about who you are as a person and then concluding it with thank you so much for your time. And then I've included, however, like if they say they want the first 50 pages, then just say, thank you so much for your time. I've included the first, you know, 50 pages. I look forward to hearing from you. They sign this as truly yours. You can say sincerely. I personally go with sincerely. Some say that's too formal. But now, in terms of beginning the letter, uh, that I'll leave that up to you. Some people say you don't want to be too formal with dear Mr. So-and-so or dear Miss So-and-so. But I still I stick with the classics in this regard. I stick with what works. So I don't think there's a problem with being formal. They can get to know me once we start talking and they'll see that I'm pretty laid back. But if you want to show the professionalism, I don't see why you can't stick with the formalities of things. I know that people are a little bit more laxed nowadays, but this is still a business. So I would still show your professionalism by adding that part in it. So... And then, of course, with this particular example of the letter, the agent that received this gave some comments. So at the beginning, they said uh, that this letter gave a basic personalization and it shows that, you know, the author did her research and her querying because she knows what they're looking for. Um, uh, this particular one, they said uh, it was unusual to lead in with accolades in terms of what she won for this book. But in terms of being a children's book, you know, it got the agent's attention. So like, oh, okay, like this was popular. You know, this may, you know, spark the interest of younger readers. And then with setting up the story, it says you must absolutely convey a sense of what your main character wants. Most in this world was standing in their way. Again, with the goals, motivations, and what's at stake. How did they start at the beginning? What complicates it in the middle? And then how does it end there? And then she gives, um, you know, a brief summary of how the story you know how she reacted to just reading that snippet of it um and then this agent says i wish writers wouldn't self-indulge and when writing queries uh, they could have easily left this paragraph out and talking about since middle graders can deeply you know since they care about things um refrain from editorializing that's what this agent recommends so even though i read this example this is what this agent is saying in terms of feedback don't editorialize it um and then it's because it's proof that even a query faux pas won't result in an instant won't result in an instant rejection. If your story won't sell well enough, agents will overlook small missteps. And then this simple sentence, you know, at the end there is a concise summary of necessary information. When you query, be sure to include the stats of your manuscript, genre, target audience, word count, and any relevant comparative titles. So be sure to highlight a comp title only if it helps the agent to get an accurate picture of your style. So even though I just read this example, there's also um, comments on it in terms of that example. So with that particular letter there, this agent was saying, you know, don't editorialize it. Um, also, um, don't don't indulge me see this is a bit of a self-analysis in which i wish writers wouldn't indulge when writing queries so refrain from editorializing of course you think the book is thematically resonant and that readers will love it you wrote it but you know 
and I think it's like, don't sell yourself too much. It's like, just stick with the basics and just tell us about the story. So while, yes, you may be excited about it and you think it's going to resonate with readers, you know, don't feel like you have to oversell it. Don't feel like you have to oversell it. Let the agent determine whether or not they want to accept it or not. So this was off of writersdigest.com. If you want to look at this example, there are other ex examples out there. But I'll tell you what I did with my query letter. My query letter is about 348 words. Now, every publisher is different. Every agent is different. So what we'll do is we'll take a quick break and then I'll come back and I'll tell you what I did with my personal query letter. So we'll be right back. And we are back so I'm going to tell you what I personally did with my own query letter now because this was my uh, first time you know writing a query letter I went on ahead and invested and had my editor write it with me working with firstediting.com there is an option for you to choose for them to write their the query letter for you now, you do not have to do that. I'm going to preface that by saying you do not have to pay someone to write your query letter. I did it because, you know, that's something that I wanted to do because I wanted to put my best foot forward. And because I was still inexperienced, I wanted a professional to do it. So that was my personal choice. You don't have to do that. But I had my editor work on it for me since she was already working on the manuscript uh, anyway. So, but I did look through the publishing guidelines for the publisher that I was looking at. And of course, I looked at the tips that the editor was suggesting that we do. So I opened up with, you know, the word count, the genre and the title of the book, because that's what the editor was saying that, you know, this would catch my eye. Because again, every publisher is different. Some publishers and agents don't want you to mention it until towards the end of your letter. But again, follow their directions to the T. So I open it up with the word count, the genre and the title. And then I go right into it and uh, tell them what the story is about. And then I go ahead and give a brief summary. So that's about between the first paragraph and the second paragraph, I'm summarizing the story. At least that's what my editor did. Now, I did go back through this. I did go back through this and tweak it in order to adjust it to what the publisher was looking for. But again, my editor wrote the majority of this on my behalf. And I'm so grateful that she did that because again, I did consider myself to be ill-experienced. So I may try it the next time around, but I'm grateful that I decided to uh, do that this time around. So by the time we get to the end of the second paragraph, I noticed that the publisher wanted the character arc. You know, how does your character start in the beginning? How do they, you know, end up at the end of the story? So in the last paragraph of, you know, um, the sec, well, I guess the last sentence rather of the second paragraph, I share the character arcs of both my main characters for my leading lady and for my leading man, how they are at the beginning and how they change towards the end. And then in the third paragraph, I go ahead and mention how I believe this book, you know, will fit what they're looking for. I looked at their website and they listed what they were interested in. So I list that in the letter, you know, based off of what you're looking for. I believe my book embodies your interest in this. And then I share just a little bit about me. And I'm just completely honest in this particular sentence. Though my degree is in healthcare management, 
Writing is my passion, so I am an upcoming author. I haven't won any awards yet. I haven't won, you know, bestseller title or anything like that. So I was just honest in that particular sentence. So if you do have accolades, go ahead and share them. But but again, don't, you know, share an entire resume of what you've done. Just give a little snippet, you know, of who you are as a person. So I share with them that, hey, this was, you know, not my first choice for a career, but I love writing. It's my passion. So I'm an upcoming author. This is what I'm working on. And then at the end, I say, per your request, I've attached the book synopsis and a complete manuscript as Word documents. I look forward to hearing from you and thank you for your time. So I do say sincerely, Daria White at the end there so i'll let you guys know the status on this um i submitted this as you guys know at the end of february it's still the waiting game right now but that's how i followed directions based off of what this particular publisher was looking for so i can't emphasize that enough please follow the directions you do not want to get passed over because of a little mishap so look through it if you want to have a fellow writing buddy look through it you can do that as well again i personally chose to have my editor do it so i invested it in this financially so again that is something you know that's completely completely up to you but i hope you guys found this helpful and i uh, pray that it all goes well with you as you're querying i know for some of us it can be daunting and i know that we feel like okay are they going to accept it are they going to reject it and it can be crushing if it does get rejected but just remember it's not a reflection on you you know it may not be a right fit for them at that particular time and there's more than enough publishers out there that you can query to and if push comes to shove you can go ahead and self-publish it yourself but the key is don't give up and don't quit. So you guys have an awesome rest of your day. And remember, if you wrote a book, it is already unique because you wrote it and no one can write a book like you. So God bless and I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.